you'll be fine. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fro Show. My name is Frank Menken, and I'm joined, as always, by my beautiful co-host, Joe Murray. Hey, Fro. <laughs> hey, Fro Man. Show peeps. Episode 18. I'm going to keep 18. doing that every single time. Yeah. 18. 18. It's getting up there. Man. Um, it's wild. It is wild. Um, I really hope this fader thing works. You know, I, I just looked over at the levels and I think the music was blasting. Well, uh, we're recording multi-track, so that's your uh, problem. <laughs> I was hoping I wouldn't have to do any processing. Now. Well, you can just do it again. No, I don't want to do it Damn again. It. <laughs> we're already in the episode. It's fine. Um, hello. Hello. We're, we're back. Um, <laughs> we're recording significantly later than we normally are. Yes. Um, and I'll be honest, I'm a little bit exhausted. Same. <laughs> I'm just like... Normally I'm like fresh and ready to go. Yeah. I'm a bit like physically and emotionally drained. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, like we're, like, I feel uh, like we're both a bit on that level. <laughs> <laughs> but... I, I even got here and I felt the vibe of like... Eh. Yeah, it's like, I was just like, nah. 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 it's one of them days. But, them day, but. energy, Woo. vibing. We're here. Um, do have a minor problem, though. Oh, what? Um, I don't remember which buttons do what. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm pretty sure that this button will lead into our next segment. But... but. <laughs> it could be completely wrong. Can so let's, you, wait, can you color code these? Like, change the yeah, colors? Yeah, I can change the colors. Wait, start it start there. Okay. Well, you can so we can change the colors. Yeah. Yeah, cool. That's why I have it this color. Actually, yeah. you meant to put the whiteboard thing there so you know which is no, which. No, because that looks disgusting. Then yeah, this isn't a cool prop nice. anymore. Oh, speaking of props, we have a duck now. We do. Um, audio, <laughs> audio listeners, uh, check out the YouTube. We have our little duck friend sitting on our sitting mm-hmm. on our roadcaster. Um, he's lovely. We love him. Um, and he is officially our mascot for the show. Yeah. You know, uh, seeing that that other duck behind you, um, I reckon that he should grow every week. <laughs> he should get slightly, <laughs> slightly larger, larger ducks, ducks every week. Because <laughs> <laughs> that duck here behind you is significantly larger than this one. This is true. It's like five times larger than that duck. Yeah. At least. At least. All right. Anyway, <laughs> news. <laughs> yeah, you got it right. <laughs> I nailed it. Um, welcome to Fro News, the Entertainment News Weekly, brought to you by the Fro Show. I am your news anchor, Frank Menken. <laughs> um, Joe, question before we get into it. Um, mm-hmm. did, do you have any news this week? I do not. You do not. That's okay. Um, I do have news. Are you going to eat already? On the, like, like, like three minutes in. Yeah, well, I'm snacky. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had lunch. I'm snacky. <laughs> okay, I'm restarting the segment. <laughs> Welcome to Fro News, the Entertainment News Weekly. I am your anchor, Frank Menken, um, and this is your other anchor, Joe Murray, but he has no news, so it's just me this week. And I'm snacking. Uh, <laughs> he's snacking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, first news item of this week is there is a new uh, competitor in the streaming service industry. Mm. Um a new Twitter page has shown up called Brime. It is Brime, the streaming service. Um, it's real shifty. Um, <laughs> and I have written in my notes, do more research prior to the show. Um, <laughs> didn't do that. <laughs> but I have a good reason because there is no more information. They're just like a Twitter account that's just kind of posted um, very cryptic tweets um, that like all the big Twitch creators and stuff are going to be moving onto their platform. Oh. Um, so it could be the next Twitch um, could also be a bunch of made up nothing 
That's little, weird. That's just, yeah. Mm. Very strange. Right. Um, next up, Chris Hemsworth is to bulk up even more to play Hulk Hogan, the famous wrestler, um, oh. in his biopic. Um, he's been quoted to say, I'm going to have that. Sorry, let me start that again. I'm going to have to put on more size than I ever have before, even when I put on for Thor. It's not just the physical either. There's the accent and the attitude. I'll have to deep dive into the wrestling world, which I'm excited for. Mm. Um, so that'll be a very good film. Hulk Hogan is obviously one of the um, kingpins of the wrestling industry. Um, and it'll be really cool to see um, Chris Hemsworth's take on that character. Um, yeah. Next up, Disney has officially confirmed that Tron 3 is in development. Um, reportedly, Jared Leto is in talks to star in the film. Um, still in very early development. However, they're hopeful that the um, Tron Legacy director, Joseph Kaczynski, will return um, for this film. Um, awesome. so that's very good. I love Tron Legacy. I actually haven't seen the whole We're thing We're doing yet. a movie night. It's very yes. good. Um, I've, I've seen the first 10 minutes probably six times. And I yeah, just I don't think I've seen it since I was a kid. The, this is not news, but <laughs> the Tron Legacy video game on the PS3 was the first video game I ever 100%ed. Really? Yep. Wow. Um, anyway, next up, Shelley Duvall, um, the uh, leading lady from The Shining, um, turned 71 last week. No. Yes, very exciting. She's still alive. Um what? I don't know why I said she's still alive. So is Jack Nicholson. <laughs> so it shouldn't be that surprising. But um, she turned 71. Um, she's doing great. Um, yeah. Next up, John Mulaney's kids comedy special, The Sack Lunch Bunch, um, has just had two more episodes bought by Comedy Central. Um, originally, it was a Netflix special, and Comedy Central has bought two episodes from uh, Mr. Mulaney. Um, so that'll be very good. Um, personally, I think this feels very much like Comedy Central's last-ditch effort to stay relevant. Um, mm. They've kind of been circling the drain for quite some time now. Um, Next up, uh, in continuation from our talks last week about Mixer, Ninja is currently in negotiations with several streaming platforms, yet no exclusive deals have been signed yet, including with YouTube. Um, Hmm. On uh, Thursday last week, uh, Ninja did a uh, live stream on YouTube on his own, Um, so it's looking like he's kind of jumping between platforms, um, trying to find uh, one that that can stick, Mm. um, and that will give him an exclusive deal that is worth more than the combined amount that he would make regularly. Yeah. Um, next up, Jude Law is in talks to play Captain Hook in Disney's live-action Peter Pan film. Mm. Be very cool. I love Jude Law. Uh, yeah. Phenomenal actor. Uh, lastly, Zendaya and John David Washington... Um, ha- sorry. John- Zendaya, John David Washington are set to star in a film uh, created by the Euphoria director Sam Levinson um, that was started and finished entirely during the pandemic and was written and shot in secret. Um, was filmed entirely in one location and written over the course of six days. Um, <laughs> they shot for two weeks. Um, the cast and crew wore masks, socially distanced, had their own separate houses with individual um, HVAC units. I'm not sure what that is. Um, they took hikes, reser- rehearsed in the parking lot and ate in designated spots, food prepared by a chef who had been quarantined with the group and no one was allowed to leave the property. Wow. Um, so they shot a film entirely in quarantine. Actually, I have I have a little interesting fact for that that I was going to bring up later, but this is a perfect time. Okay. Um, yeah, they're actually some movies, I think more smaller scale ones, um, when they're shooting like two characters talking to each other that would normally be quite close, they're actually doing that whole thing where you, they're further apart and then they cut the shot so they mm. look like they're right next to each other. Interesting. Yeah. I'm sure they'll use that a lot in this film as well. Um, it's being compared a lot to um, Netflix's film from last year, A Marriage Story. Um, with Oh, yeah. Oh, I've immediately blanked on his name. Dude um, who plays Kylo Ren and Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. yeah. Adam Driver. That's, that's him. It. Um, 
Yep, that's the entertainment news for this week. Thank Woo. you. See you next week. Hmm. All right, sick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it was a lot of news this week. That was a lot of news. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just kept like stumbling upon thing after thing after thing. And I was yeah. like, oh, cool. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. I'm constantly impressed on like how much you sound like a news anchor when you do that. Thank you. It's amazing. I did do a year of drama school. That is true, yeah. <laughs> Before I, I always forget that. about that. Yeah. And then I went, mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to get controversial. Oh, I am. already. Already. We're like 10 minutes in, dude. How, yeah, we, we are eight minutes in, eight. actually. Not even 10 Not minutes even in. Not even 10 minutes in. Um. I'm excited. <laughs> Last week, I talked about The Last of Us 2. Yes. And I talked about how I was about halfway through the game. Um, I have finished it now. Yeah. Um, and I am going to go against the grain what? and say that I loved it. Oh, right. I thought okay. it was incredible. Yeah. Um, it gets so much hate. Yeah. So much hate. Yeah. Um, but... And I'm gonna try. I'm not. I'm not gonna do spoilers or anything because I don't think it's worth it. It's, it hasn't been out for that long, so I don't really want to. Mm. And I think you really want to play it. As I well, do. So play I'm it. not gonna. Not gonna do spoilers. But that being said, um, the way that they tell the story is so different to any video game that I've ever, ever, ever played. Right. And um, and I think the thing that people dislike with it is that the um, story that you have at the start of the game mm. is not at all the story that you have at the end of the game. Right. Um, Cause the story at the start is like, I want revenge. But mm. by the end of the game, you're like, do I? It's a, it's a game that really makes you think. And the thing is that you kind of have to be open to that. And if you're playing it just as a video game with one track mind, one goal, mm. um, and you're not investing in the story, and you're not investing in uh, the growth of these characters and how they change over time you're going to be disappointed. Right. But if you're going into it open to new ideas and open to um, open to change and, and a different point of view to what you're used to, mm. you'll love it. Right. Um, and I cried like a baby at the end. <laughs> like literally I had to leave and have a shower so I could just sob in the shower. <laughs> oh, wow. I was just sitting on the floor <laughs> of the shower just like... <laughs> It was that good. It was that good. I was so sad um, that it was ending. I'm excited. Why did it get so much hate though? Because um, of that reason? Because of those reasons? The story? Yeah, well, because, and this isn't really a spoiler anymore because it's been plastered all over the internet and I'm sure you won't mind either. Um, but in the middle of the game, you switch perspective to the villain and you uh. go through the whole story again from the perspective of the villain. Oh, right. um, so the first 14 hours of the game is three days and then you restart on day one with the villain. Uh. Um, and it's supposed to show that like, cause you and the villain have very similar stories. Mm. Um, and it's, the villain is just slightly further along in your story than you are. Right. And because of their further along, you, they're the villain in your story, but if you take revenge, that's kind of the whole thing is like, if you take revenge on them, mm. then you become the villain in someone else's story and the cycle continues and it never, never, ever ends. Wow. Okay. Um, that's pretty cool. Actually. Yeah. It's 
really, really cool. And I will admit that I did almost turn the game off. Really? Yeah. I was. I sat there for like a solid five minutes thinking, is this worth it? Like, is this worth it for me to continue playing after basically being entirely reset? Because mm. um, that's basically what happens is like you're completely reset. All of everything you've worked for, all your weapons, all of your skills, everything is just taken away because you're starting as a new character. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, so that was really, it's really strange. And it's something I've never seen in a video game before. Mm. But I think it works really, really well. And I think that people are just not giving it a chance because they have preconceived notions of the game or they have mm. different expectations. They want... They want that ending that you want at the start. They want that revenge. Yeah. Um, and that's taken away from them. So they're just throwing a hissy fit. Mm. Um, that being said, though, I get people's opinions on it and I understand why people don't like it. Yeah. Um, I just think that personally, I am the target audience. Yeah. And I can see that for a lot of people, they wouldn't be. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's my little controversial thing. I don't really want to go too into it because I, I know that it, it's still pretty spoiler heavy and that sort of thing. So mm. I don't really want to go fully into the story. Um, but I would really recommend that if you're interested in the story in any way that you should play it at the very least so that you can form your own opinion on it. Yeah, right. But yeah. Um, I'm speaking, pretty keen. I'm pretty keen. To play it's it. good. It's very, very good. I think you'll, I think you'll enjoy it. Mm. I think you're also the target audience. Yeah. That being said, speaking of The Last of Us, mm. um, there is a Last of Us TV show in pre-production really? at the moment. Yeah, it's going to be distributed by HBO, I think. Mm. Um, and it's going to follow the first game. Right. Um, so that should be interesting. Yeah, I have would, very little information on that. There's not really any information out on it just yet. Because mm. um, most of it's just like um, pre-production stuff. So like, yeah. we're doing this, we haven't cast anyone yet. Yeah. Um, that sort of thing. Um, uh, are there any other, like, I'm trying to think of other things that have done that where they've gone from a game to a... Tomb Raider. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that's one of the... That's the big one. Is that Tomb fairly Raider. similar to The Last of Us, though? No, not really. Oh, okay. Very different. Confused. Um, Get my I know there's up. a couple that have done... There are a couple, but it's it doesn't happen that often no. that, it, that a game goes to a movie. Yeah. It's usually the other way around. Yeah, quite often it goes from a movie to a game. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, would recommend. Yes. I'll, after the show, remind me to give give them to you. I will. I will. <laughs> so that you don't. I don't forget. Yeah. Um, I have something exciting for you, actually. Oh. Um, unrelated. Next topic. What? Segway. I don't have the segway. Where's the segway? Did you not put it in? No, I didn't. I forgot. Oh. Sorry. Um, segway. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It doesn't work when you're in mono. Oh. Well, this is a mono mic anyway, so exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> For the audio listeners, Frank just went past. Well, his they'll mic, still so hear me say. go like soft and quiet. Yeah, soft and quiet. Soft and quiet what? and loud. Yeah, <laughs> louder and softer. Wow, I am so out of it. <laughs> this is why we need to do it in the morning. This is why we do it in the morning. Exactly. What time is it? What time is it? I don't know. My it's two thirty-seven. In the oh afternoon. It's not even that late. No. We're just old people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, um, anyway. No, I have something exciting for you. Yes. Um, Zoom, not Zoom, the... <laughs> wow, that gets confusing. <laughs> not Zoom, the Skype clone. Zoom, the audio people. Mm. 
Um, Zoom. They're the people who make the um, portable. Yes. A lot of portable um, recording equipment. Yes. Um, and this week they have announced a new one. Mm. Um, it is the Zoom H8. Yeah. Um, it's very, very cool. It has. Oh, that's, that's another handheld one. Yep. Yeah, it is. And it has four XLR inputs and two XLR slash mic inputs. What? Uh, like the the XLR ones with the... TS. The middle bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it... I just took For that, audio people. <laughs> I took that straight from the website. It says two XLR slash mic in. What? Yeah. It's just... It's the ones that the Zoom already has. It's the, the Zoom That's that you weird. used the other day. So it has six inputs. Yes. Yeah. Four. Wait. Okay. Wait. Read. Read that again. It has four XLR only inputs. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then two XLR slash mic in inputs. Slash mic in. Like anyway, just it's the, the it's the T R T S or T R S cable. Yes. Inputs. That's yeah. That's what guitar it is. leads. Yes. Um, and I just want to show you a picture of it. Oh, does it look weird? It just like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, is the it short answer. Looks weird. Um. But it kind of just looks like a spider when everything's a plugged spider. in. spider? It's really... I'm just going to show you the picture. Well, you saw the H... Oh. Oh. What? Hmm. Yeah. I'll put a picture of it on screen. Um, for the audio listeners, check out the uh, the YouTube show. It's superior. It's superior. <laughs> yeah, Frank puts a lot of work into the... So much. So much more than I do in the audio <laughs> as well. I wish I could have a box that took over my video editing yeah, job. Literally, that I, now I don't have to do anything. <laughs> I should just teach you how to edit. No, I'm good. <laughs> I've pressed the buttons before. You have pressed the buttons before. This is true. And then I think you went back and fixed a couple, but yeah, <laughs> it's weird, right? Though the, it does the Zoom look H8. Weird. I like the bottom of it, like the screen part. Yeah, that looks like it's gonna be big. Well, it's yeah. Because I'm looking at these mics, this stereo thing at the top. You know how big that was on the, yeah, the H6? Yeah, like that big. That, that was in the last episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's at the start of that episode. Yeah, and it's quite bulky anyway. It was like that big. Well, yeah. So it's, it's like probably like, it's like that, it's like that wide and probably like that tall. Oh, so it's a similar size. It just looks a lot bulkier than the yeah. H6. I reckon it's probably about the size of like... A football? No, that's way too no, big. No, like way a, too big. No, way too AFL. big. I'd say the size of about my mic. Yeah, okay. Length, length, lengthwise. Plus the actually, plus the, mic. plus the shock, shock mount. Probably about that. That's pretty big. Like with the width. It's pretty big everything. compared to the H6. Yeah, well, I'm not. I don't. At that point, do you not just need an audio interface? Um. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much what that is at that point. Yeah, but then why retain? The field recording aspect of it. Well, it's more like because with an audio interface, or well, with most of them, you can't rec- like that records onto an SD card. You can't with them. Yeah, you right. need your computer and, and stuff like that. Right. Whereas you could just show up to something with that. Oh, okay. Um, so it's just like the simplify sim- simplicity of it. Yeah. Yeah. I quite like them. Like I was honestly really tossing up between buying a H6 or an interface. Mm. Um, but. I bought an interface, but yeah. Yeah, fair. But yeah, so that got announced. This comes out on Monday, so last week. Mm. Um, I always have to do that. Like, the, <laughs> it's the same thing with the Shelley Duvall thing. Shelley Duvall actually turned 71 yesterday. But because this comes out right. next week, next Monday. Week. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, but for us, next week, Monday. 
have yeah, to say last week. I have to backtrack it. Yeah, right. Does my head in. <laughs> um, yeah, but for us, this got announced on Monday. On Monday. So last week, A few Monday. days ago. Last week, Monday. But yes. three days ago for us. This is getting confusing. This is very confusing. <laughs> um, but yeah, that looks kind of weird. It looks very strange. I don't know how I feel about the way it looks. I am looks- kind of mad that the Zoom doesn't have step dials. Step. Oh, yeah, okay. Like how this has step dials where it's like... Yeah. <laughs> it's just so much more satisfying. Well, that one might. They're no, probably saying the all the stats. It's the exact same as the H6. Oh, okay. Um, well, um, Zoom also have other... other. F- you're right there. Yeah, I'm just playing, playing with, with the <laughs> Other um, field recorders that are more like professional. Yeah. Um, and they're... I think it's called... I think they're like an, the F series. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like a, like a box and I think they have step dials and they have heaps of more like on board sort of effects and mm. tons of stuff you can do with them. But, but yeah, I'd have to look that up, but I think, I think they might be, um, um, step dials on those. Right. They have crazy things like F. Are you looking it up now? I'm looking up the price on the H8. H8, right. Yeah. I think they're, I think they're F series ones, F8 or F9. Mm. But yeah, they're pretty cool. So it's going to be four hundred US dollars. The Zoom H8. Oh, that's actually pretty cheap. Yeah. Um. So this is what this is everything that it has. So that's fairly similar to the price of the H6 at the moment, isn't it? Well, I assume that it's supposed to supersede that. Yeah. Like it's supposed to improve upon it. Um. So I'll read out all of the. I'll read out the key features. So, mm. um. Three distinct interfaces for field recording music and podcasting, um, interchangeable input capsules, 12-track simultaneous recording, four mic inputs, and two XLR slash TRS combo connectors, gain control knobs, and negative or minus 20 decibel pads for each input. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of stuff I don't understand. (laughs) Do you want Uh, me to read it? (laughs) Maybe take it from... Well, do you have your glasses? Can you? I can read it, yeah. Okay. I might zoom in, but I can read. Yeah, it. go for it. Um, the, what pads are is like it. Yeah, you can if something if you're recording something that's really loud, like maybe cymbals, mm. then you'll just hit the pad and it'll reduce it by right twenty dB, and then you can have the gain at like twelve o'clock rather than way right. like, so like our pads. way down. No, oh, our pads are cooler. <laughs> it's not like those pads, right? Um, where'd you get up to? Gain control knobs, twenty yeah twenty dB pads, supplied X Y H six. So they're uh, and eight inch mic line in mini phone jack. Oh, there you go. There's a, um, oh, I think that's for monitoring. Secondary? No, it's an input. You can input from your phone. Oh, so same as like the Rodecaster. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Phantom Power for four main XLI inputs. So it doesn't have Phantom Power for all of them. So it'll four. have, so it'll have Phantom for the four XLR, but not the XLR slash TRS. Yes. But the H6 had it for all of them. Mm. Large LCD touchscreen Touchscreen display That's new Last one wasn't uh, Records directly to SD SDHC XDS I don't know what that means Up to 520 512 gigs uh, 24-bit 96 kilohertz It's pretty good Well, that's All you'll ever need <laughs> Really um, Variety of MP3 formats But to audio people out there Don't use MP3 <laughs> Don't just don't know that <laughs> um, Frank, one of our first podcasts, Frank went to export his um, 
his vocal vocal part, his <laughs> podcast bit as MP3, and I was like, no. I just freaked out a little bit. <laughs> Auto record, pre-record, and backup record functions means you'll never miss that perfect take. Built-in effects, including low-cut filtering, compression, limiting, so that'd be good for podcasting and even when recording loud things. Mm. Multi-channel and stereo USB audio interface for PC, Mac, iPad. Except standard AA batteries. Over 28 hours of operation with four AA batteries, so you need four. That's pretty solid. Well, that's the same as H2, anyway. Um, <laughs> speaking of uh, MP3s. Oh, no. <laughs> what did you do? I... um. I have a confession to make, Joe. Oh, no. Okay. Um, and it's going to hurt your soul a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a snack for this. <laughs> so um, our podcast hosting service doesn't actually accept WAVs. It only, accept- it only accepts MP3s. So what I've been doing is just exporting, re-exporting the audio as like super high quality MP3s. No such thing as super <laughs> high quality MP3. But it like it works. <laughs> My goodness. I mean they're not terrible for yeah. podcasts. Um but MP3s just like compress everything and mm. it it sounds gritty and things like that, but it's fine. It's alright for podcasts and um sorry, I shouldn't have eaten. That. <laughs> 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 um I was just saying, oh, and when Spotify and even YouTube play back um, things. They compress it anyway. Yeah, YouTube, I think, plays back MP3. Um, Spotify, though, plays back at a slightly higher quality. Mm. I don't remember the name for it, but it's like between WAV and MP3. Right, interesting. All right. But yeah, anyway. Segway. Joe, we went out into Brisbane City. Last weekend. Correct. Um, Last week. Wow. Yeah. That felt like two days ago. Yeah, it's been a busy week. Yeah. Um, but no, we were out in the city last weekend and we were just like bar hopping and hanging out. It was great. It was fun times. Um, now, I want to bring up something that happened um, because it made me laugh quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And it is it is audio related. Um, so Joe and I happens. were standing outside of this bar and um, our friends of ours, Joe's girlfriend and a, and a friend of mine, were kind of hu- hurrying us along. Mm. And we were just sitting there like, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hold on. Just wait. Oh. <laughs> I remember now. <laughs> He's got it now. <laughs> we were like, hang on, hang on, hang on. Just wait, just wait. <laughs> and then Joe and I proceeded to spend the next 10 minutes <laughs> trying to figure out the frequency <laughs> of <laughs> the space heater that was next to us. Because <laughs> it was just sitting there going, <laughs> and Joe got like his little app out and was like, okay, so this is what this sounds like. And we were like, hmm, that oh, sounds that somewhat sounds similar. Enough. Oh, man. Yeah, I remember that. We we're, were walking past it and they, yeah, they were trying to push us along. And I was like, no, wait a minute. We've got to listen. And then that was really hard because we were walking along and then we were. We couldn't work out what it was because it didn't have anything to reference it to. <laughs> About to put it Do up, don't put it there. Um, I almost put the, for audio listeners, um, the weakest race. <laughs> I was about to put my water on the Roadcaster Pro and that would have been bad. We should move it forward so we can put it behind. No, that makes me... Yeah. It, that good. makes me nervous. Yeah. It's fine. I'll just put it on the floor. 
like a peasant. Yeah, well, mine's on the floor. Speaking of too. peasants, um, what? <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> um, speaking of peasants, I thought we were still talking about the free frequency of the space heater. Was I was just going to plug the Patreon, but let's keep talking about the space heater. <laughs> um, yeah, but we were what, getting. What did we find? What was it in the end? Sixty. Six. Sixty. I don't know. Sixty is very, very low. What, what, what was our range again? We were looking between one and ten k, which is quite a large range. But oh, we ended up at six, six or seven, I think we yeah. decided. It was so dumb. It and was they were like, really dumb. And then we were just giggling, and then they were like, "What are you laughing about?" We were like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, back to my anyway, segue. Yes. Speaking of peasants, um, if you're not a peasant and you enjoy this show, uh-huh. uh, you should head over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash the fro show, um, where we upload a whole bunch of content. Heaps of stuff. Every single week. Um, and there's an after fro show that you get access to. Mm-hmm. There's um, clips from our sound checks that you get at the end of every month. I'm um, looking forward to editing today's one. <laughs> today's was That was dumb. dumb. Um <laughs> Today is really dumb. <laughs> I'm mad we didn't start recording earlier because there was some really we need, funny we stuff. Need to, we, we need to. We just need to record the before. second we walk in. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then there's also a couple other things that get uh, plopped up there, like a couple like exclusive behind the scenes videos mm-hmm. and 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 uh, text posts and that sort of thing. Yep. Um. So check it out. Uh, Patreon.com/slash/thefrowshow, and we will see you there. And our um the thing from last week, the challenge from last week yes. is up there, which reminds me. I it's pick- not yet, but I still... Uh, oh, okay, it, okay, it will okay. be. It will be up there. <laughs> it will be up there by this episode. Um, reminds me that I have a pitch for the next challenge, oh, no. which we won't do for it. We'll do it in a few weeks. Okay. But... Um, well, please do tell. I'm putting my iPad to I, I have two ideas. So I, ha- I technically have one for the next two oh. two things. For me, I don't know what... I'm, well, actually, no. For you, I don't know what I'm going to do. All right. But I'll the next one, I want sh- I'm going to give you maybe 30 seconds of a clip and I'll give you some audio files. I have to do Foley. You will put edit the sound together and do the sound design for a clip. Okay. I think I can do that. You reckon? Yeah. Okay. Um, only because that's mm-hmm. kind of what I already do. Yeah, you do a lot of that now, yeah. But mm-hmm. can I do it in Premiere? Hmm. Depends what you have for me. Okay. That that actually that seems fair for you to do it in Premiere. Yeah, because I I don't know what. No, what you you would probably freak out. With yeah. Some Pro Tools. Um. Oh, what can I get you to do? If I so I'll be doing sound design. Sound design. Um. Ooh. Oh no. <laughs> um. I can I was gonna say. Mm. I could get you to do color grading. For like a photo or no? No, for a video. But I'm. Not good at color grading either. <laughs> so, like that's its whole. It's a whole another profession. Yeah, right. Uh, but it could be fun. It could. Okay, what's your other one? Uh, my other two? one was then you have to um, come up with a track like from scratch. What did I, what did, I, did I write more on that? What do I, you mean, like like I think a I full, had an like idea. a song? Yeah. Wait. Actually, you'd be better than that than I would. I reckon I could do that. I couldn't mix it. It would be horribly out of like all the levels would be wrong and it'd be horribly EQ'd. But I could maybe a um maybe a like instrumental track that I would struggle with. Yeah. All right. Maybe that. I I realized I wrote that, but didn't actually know what I meant. So, <laughs> <laughs> like all great ideas. <laughs> yeah. 
I just wrote it down and hoped it would all come when I started talking. It's like when you get up in front of the class and you're like, um, I can't read my notes. <laughs> I don't know what this is. You're staring at a blank piece of paper. Just like a pray. I did that a couple of times. Really? Yeah, I just stood up there and just like winged it with a blank piece of paper. I can 100% see you doing that too. It was um in our... Yeah, Joe and I did, went to school together. Mm. Um, it was in our uh, last year of English... Yeah. Um. When we did the, we weren't in the same English class, so were we? No, we weren't. But no. we did the same type of English. Yeah. Um. It was the speeches that we had to do on like social media and stuff. Did you not prepare for that? Totally winged it. What? <laughs> How? <laughs> I did. did you get like second in the whole grade for I, I English? <laughs> Almost. I was third in the grade. Oh, third. Okay. Um, I did do research. I just didn't write anything beforehand. Anyway, not related to and the no, show at all, but just wow. fun. I'm really impressed. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I can write. You can. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know you can write. Well, I need to think of something for you to do in your challenge then. Yeah. Um, oh. Uh-oh. I could, I could be really mean. I could get you to make a... Okay, I know what I'm gonna get you to do. I'm gonna get you to, um, I'm gonna get you to make a B-roll sequence. I don't know what that is. So a B-roll sequence is um, like the the things that you do to establish a place. So um, it's it's really more of like a content creator thing. Movies don't really do it as much these days. Mm. Um, but you'll see it a lot in like Peter McKinnon's videos and that sort of thing where um, he'll go to a coffee shop and then there will be like a twenty to thirty second sequence. Um, where it's like the guy pouring coffee and then like the steam pouring out of the cup and like right. the beans pouring in. Yeah. Um, and that's like a combination oh, yeah, right. of shooting, editing mm. and sound design. Right. So I reckon you can do it. I'll make it a short clip. I'll make it 15 seconds. Okay. Um, and we'll do that. We'll shoot the same thing, but you'll have to shoot your own video. Oh my goodness. <sighs> Yeah. How? Okay. Okay. It won't be as hard as you think it is. I promise. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, that that'll be the next one. Okay. All right. I, I have to decide how long your clip will be as well for the sound design. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I spent this week. I spent an hour this week at one point doing ten seconds. No, not even that much. It was like one sound. It was um, it's a. I might get you to do the same clip actually. Maybe I'll get you to do the same sound. Okay. It's a, it was a World of Warcraft trailer that I sort of just um, got and got rid of all the audio. Um, and it's where he like, he stabs some ice with his, um, what, with his sword. Yeah. And then it like, the ice cracks and the wind comes up and... And then, like, a massive dragon comes out of the ground, but I didn't get to that. But, yeah, like... just <laughs> like, I'm not even going to touch the dragon. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, this character is so big already and, like, the shots are, like, this character is really big and powerful and then you have this dragon, which is, like, you know, yeah. 100,000 times bigger than him come out of right. the ground. You're like, how do how do you now make that just dragon... all the audio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just... It just stores the whole time. Yeah, how do you make that dragon bigger than this guy now? So... That's good old sound design little Yeah, right. I'm down. Problems. But anyway, yeah. We so won't do it soon. We'll do it in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that sounds fun. Yeah. I'm into that. Sweet. That's great. All right. Segway. Speaking of like Oh, oh, you're taking the segue. I'm, I'm taking okay. it. Yeah, I'm stealing that boy. Um of like post editing and post stuff. Malone. 
I'm, I'm not, I'm struggling with this segue. This is why you do it. Um, <laughs> I'm a segue pro. I actually got my segue license. Really? No. Oh, I feel dumb now. Um, the Frozen Two documentary you that's it? on Disney Plus. Yeah. I did. I did not. I watched the first episode and then I immediately had to finish it. Oh, it was amazing. I loved it. Oh, so it was actually really good. I did really like it. Yeah. Huh. I think I don't know. I don't know if it's for everyone, but I yeah. Well, being a guy who wants to do that for a living, I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So, do you recommend that? I would highly recommend it. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyone who is interested in this sort of stuff that yeah, we talk about, our every audience. Week, yeah. So I would recommend it to our audience and to you because to it me. is amazing. Okay. But like, just what blew my mind most, I think, was how many people it takes to do something like that. Yeah. And you like you have to watch it because you don't even properly understand till they explain some of the things. But but they um so the whole animating process is like I don't even properly understand it, but you have like storyboards, that sort of thing, and then something else, and then like animators, and then that they get sent off to effects and lighting and different camera movements and and then I think there's probably two or three more de- departments and then it's sort of finalized. That's insane. That's just the animating part. And like, and so I think they spent three or four years making Frozen 2. Yeah. Like that's their only project. Yeah. Uh, well, well, I don't know about all the animators, but definitely right. all like the, all the management and sort of all, all those kind of people. Huh. So all the writers, songwriters, directors, all that kind of thing, producers. Three to four years. Yeah, on this thing. This, so this I think world. I think it was like a year of pre-production and then three years of making it. Um, and yeah, what blew my mind is so even with um, Elsa, Elsa's character. Yeah. There's there's one guy, one person who like supervises the animation for each character. Mm. Um, this is just the animation. That's not effects, lighting, any of that. Um, and he, the guy for Elsa had 70 animators under him working on just Elsa just Elsa for the film wow for 3 years wow yeah they must spend hours on like single frames yes so they they would each get maybe like i think the max someone had like 3 or maybe 4 scenes and it's only a few seconds each wow and they have like maybe 6 months sort of to work on it and to get it perfect and and they sort of they submit what they've done every day and then they'll go and they sit in like the hot seat next to the producer the director and the writer and then they play it up on the big screen in this theater and they have and then the director's like can you just change this this and this and this and that happens every day for six months so they just get like a brutally bullied oh well they're all nice but <laughs> it'd be so scary that like the seats red as well and all the other seats are black That'd be horrifying. <laughs> yeah. That'd be absolutely horrifying. Imagine doing that for the first time. Wow. No, Speaking of animation studios and stuff. Yeah. Um, I read this quite some time ago. This is an interview um, from 2010. Um, mm. And it's an interview with um, a whole bunch of the people that worked on the original Shrek film. Oh, yeah. Um, and so at the same time... Um, that Shrek was being created, Prince of Egypt was also being created. Oh, yeah. Um, And so before it's... I'll just read this straight from here. Um, Before its 2001 release, DreamWorks considered Shrek a low-budget 
Boondoggle, a project to which animators were banished once they failed on other projects. <laughs> One animator told author Nicole Laporte, it was known as the Gulag. If you failed on <laughs> Prince of Egypt, you were sent to the dungeons to work on Shrek. Employees called <laughs> wow. it being shrek <laughs> Being shrek <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. So... That is insane. Yeah, that's uh, an actual... An actual thing that happened. Now I th- now you say that, I kind of see that in the final production quality, I think, anyway. Yeah. Because I find, I find Prince of Egypt pretty epic, even in, like, its, its sort of sound scores and things like that. Like, there are some big sections. Mm. Um, like, full choirs, full orchestras and all that sort of thing. And, and But, yeah. Nah, that's crazy. Yeah, so... That, and Shrek went on to... To blow Prince of Egypt out of the water. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) quite literally. Um, Yeah, you just reminded me of that while you were talking about animators and stuff. I had to give it a quick Google. It wasn't in my notes at all. No. But man, that's such a fun story. I love that. Yeah, that's funny. Did you have more you wanted to talk about with Um, the the documentary? Yeah, well, the only thing I didn't like about it was that it didn't have enough sound stuff. But, you know, there's never a documentary long enough that has enough sound stuff. Um, (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Um, But even that that whole process of like who's involved and just the amount of creative minds that are on the thing. Yeah. Cause so initially there's the writer and then they talk to a song, some songwriters mm. who will write the song. Um, and that's maybe like a piano part and singing. And then that's gets sent off to a composer. He writes the music for the orchestra. Then that gets given to a conductor. So there's like, I thought that the, at least the composer and the conductor would have been the same. But no, like it's a completely different guy. He can now do whatever he wants with the piece. Um, so it's can, just, it's literally just like, all right, my work here is done. Pass it on to the next person. Yeah. Unless he needs to go and change some things. But like. Wow. Um, given, that's trust. Yeah. Well, that's, that's all what composition with that kind of stuff. Even, mm. even just um, sort of the everyday, you know, writing music. Yeah. It's kind of like you publish your, your song and it's, that's it. Now that, that conductor can now interpret that however they want. That um, blows my mind that people have that amount of trust in their organization yeah. to be like, all right, here's my baby that I've been working on for two months. Good luck. Bye. Yeah. That's also where it comes back to the thing where it's like, um, whose who, who's perspective is right? Is it the composers? Is is their intent the, cor- the correct one? Is mm. it the conductors now, their interpretation? Is that correct? Or is it the audience's interpretation? Is that correct? Which one's right? Mm. <laughs> that discussion always scares me because I never. Yeah, I, I can't. Know. I can never put enough thought into it to actually have a definitive answer because there isn't one. No. Um, yeah. So yeah. As a content creator, I would say me is me. <laughs> it's my yeah, I'm, exactly it, me. But then when you when you watch something, like The Shining, who's who's right in that? Whose interpretation is correct? To be fair, yeah, I do talk a lot about Stanley Kubrick's. Yeah, that is <laughs> vision fair. for the movie. So, so you think Stanley Kubrick? I would say, as a content creator, it is the creator of the works. Okay. Um, intention. See, th- this is funny. Um, now, what about? Is it is it called the Room or something? Mm. Is that that one that's about that? It's sort of meant to be an American drama, but it's actually really funny. The yeah. Um, oh hi, Mark. <laughs> I did not hit her. I did not. Oh hi, Mark. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Is so the the writer's intent was and director's intent was um, an American drama. Oh, it was not meant to be I funny. See what you're talking about now, but it is hilarious. Who's correct? I think it depends. I think if the artist's intent 
is shown through the work, then mm. you should try to see the artist's intent. Mm. So if it's if as a piece of drama, it's effective, you should try to see that yeah, okay. that intent. But if it completely fails at its original intent, and mm. you find it works better in a certain light, then you then that's now the intent. Right. So I think it's kind of a, a weird seesaw of like, <laughs> yeah. does it balance? Does it not? Like, so what do you reckon with the room? I think with the room, it's the audience, hundred percent. The audience, yeah, hundred percent. That movie is horrible. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> Even the sound design in it. Oh my goodness, it is so funny. Like he walks into a, in uh, there's this one scene. He walks into a um, uh, what is it? It's like a convenience store. And the the door doesn't close, like you don't hear the sound of the door closing. His footsteps are out of time, and like just the whole thing. Oh, even the ADR as mm. well. Um, there's people talking when their lips aren't moving. <laughs> <laughs> like what the heck? And it it actually it genuinely just doesn't make sense. Some bits where like the the cashier sort of goes out of frame, and she says something and comes back, and it's like you know the expression she has now is just does not make sense with what she just said. That's so weird. Yeah. I actually have never watched that movie in full. I haven't either, but I've seen. I've probably seen enough of it to. Yeah, to infer the the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's a movie you really you really want to want to watch. No, it's a diary. Well, they they have big um like theater screenings of it. Where people, I know it's become a cult classic just because yeah. of how terrible it is. How funny it is. Well, yeah. Funny it because it's terribly terrible. funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's that's the right way to think about it. Yeah. Terribly funny. Um, but back to Frozen Two, just because I really like talking about it now. It's so cool. Um, so it has yeah, it goes as a conductor, and then they, then an engineer will record it and edit it and mix it, and then wait. Um, and then obviously the artist, um, they'll sing over it. But then you have even with Foley stuff, the film will get sent to a another place where a Foley artist will record things um, in time with the film and then that gets sent back to the studio and an editor will then go in and make sure it's all in the right place and then there's another guy who will who will mix it properly um, and then in the final stage they obviously they have like every sound on a fader that goes across the whole theatre and then there's five engineers sitting across it and the director will be like that chair squeak is not loud enough and so they'll go back turn that fader up a little bit and Play that frame again. Play that scene again. That's insane. Yeah, so it's, it such, just, it's such nitpicking work. Yeah, but it obviously it makes a great film. So I understand yeah, why for sure. you have to be so meticulous about it. Yeah, but wow, I have to watch it. I really want to watch it. Yeah, now. you've I, convinced me. I just can't believe like how many people and how much time it takes. Mm. Like, and that's on Disney Plus. It is. Yeah. Speaking of Disney Plus, yes. Um, and uh, a movie came out on Disney Plus this week or Did last it? week now. That's going to do my head in. <laughs> I'm just going to say this week. This week. Um, movie came out this week. Um, movie? I'm actually surprised you don't immediately know what I'm talking about. I probably will as soon as you say it. So it's um, it's a musical that we've been following for a very, very long time and that we both love quite intensely. And um, way back in the day... No, I'm sad. Way back in the day. I'm mad I don't know what this is. In, uh, in 2016... They filmed the show right as the original Broadway cast was leaving. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they yeah, put yeah. this film in a vault and said that it was going to be released sometime in the future. We don't know when. Huh. Now, it was released last week. Mm-hmm. 
and it is the original production of Hamilton. Yeah. Professionally filmed. I watched it last night. You watched it? It is phenomenal. Yeah. It right. is phenomenal. Now, I had the absolute fortune of being able to see Hamilton in London. Mm. Um, but seeing the original Broadway cast yeah. does not compare. Yeah. It is incredible. So um, I literally, I don't have anything else to say about that. I just wanted to mention it. <laughs> um, and I thought I could piggyback off your Disney Plus. Yeah. But watch it. It's great. I, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I cried. Yeah. Not that that's hard, but <laughs> <laughs> I did. Um, and it's just such a, it's such a good musical. It's just like, it's feel good and it's sad and it makes you think. And mm. it's just the best combination of, of every piece of media. And I, I love it. Yeah. I also love rap. So <laughs> that helps. Yeah. True. Fair. Yeah. It is. It's so cool. And how that musical's written mm. like, ah, oh, who, who did the, the, songwriting for Lin-Manuel that. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Really? He did all of it. What? He wrote the entire thing. What yeah. What the heck? I did not know that. Yeah. My goodness. That's why he starred in it because he was like, no one's going to be able to perform this as good as me, so I might as well. Huh. Yeah. If you don't know who Lin-Manuel Miranda is, obviously he wrote and performed in Hamilton. He also wrote um, the soundtrack for Moana um, or part of the soundtrack for Moana. Why, did I, why do I not know this? Um, and he was the um, writer for uh, In the Heights, which is a very popular musical from back in the day. Um, wow. And he also plays um, the chimney sweep in Mary Poppins Returns. That's probably where most people would recognize him from. Yeah, right. I yeah. knew I knew him from um, from starring in the musical Yeah, in Hamilton. I didn't yeah. know he wrote it. Yeah, he wrote the whole thing. Jeez. Took him six years. Six years, yeah. I can imagine that would take mm. a long time. Yeah, but that's why he's so good at it because like, he wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> he wrote it for himself and for his own abilities. So it makes sense that he's that it's that good. Yeah, right. And other people just have to try and compare and they can't. It's no. a bit sad. Wow. That, did, that, that reminded me, sorry, I'm going back to no, the Frozen okay. 2 thing. But when, when you said it took him six years, um, they... The the Frozen Two production team hadn't finished the story writing like three months before release. Like there was there were sorry there were plot holes in the in the um film. How did they fix it? I, I don't know if I want to spoil it too much. Okay, no, that's fine. But there's there's one particular bit where you'll watch it and you'll be like, how did they not have this figured out before right. then? So crunch time. Yeah. Wow. And so they they sort of went through meetings and heaps of meetings, heaps of screenings. Um, they had an audience screening. That was when when they'd figured it out, though. I think they had an audience mm. screening, but um, but yeah, and like every time they were kind of like this this bit doesn't make sense. Like we don't know what's going on here, and you can just see the director or and slash writer sitting there like <laughs> crying nearly. Like, like how do we fix this? Yeah, yeah, especially because it'd be so it'd be such an anticipated film. Yeah, that'd be so difficult mm. as a writer director. Mm-hmm. Whoa, but yeah, so. That's huh. another another incentive to watch it. There's, yeah, they didn't hadn't finished the story writing a few months before it released. Well, I will definitely watch it. Yeah, good. I'm, I'm actually kind of excited about it now. Yeah, it is really good. I would recommend. Mm. Um, speaking of movies, mm. not that that's a good segue because it's most of the things we talk <laughs> yeah. about. Um, but do you know the the movie Gladiator, the one with um, I do know that movie Russell Crowe. I think it's Russell yes. Crowe. Yeah. Um, yes. Now, Russell uh, Russell Crowe, Gladiator. <laughs> Gladiator originally had a sequel um, that was written for it. Um, oh. 
And it was... <laughs> so I'm just going to read exactly what I have because nothing that I can say can make this sound less insane. Um, <laughs> Gladiator had a planned sequel and a script written by Nick Cave. But the story was so crazy with Maximus tra- time traveling being real. Wow, I cannot speak. Let me try that again. <laughs> but the story was so crazy, Maximus time traveling, being reincarnated by Roman gods and fighting the Nazis that it got scrapped. How did that like how did they consider doing that? <clears throat> that sounds so It was specifically written to prevent a sequel from ever being made. <laughs> it was a legal loophole. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, that is so fantastic. much. So so much. They were like, obviously, in their contract, it was like, if this movie makes more than X amount of money, mm. we have to consider a sequel, and you yeah. have to have a script already written. And so he so was he like, nim nim nim, Nazis time travel. <laughs> <laughs> and, just, and so they were just like, this guy's insane. We can't. Yeah, they were like, we cannot make this film. No. There's no way we will ever make this film. No one mm, will enjoy so, it. So, no, no sequel. So, I think that that is. That is brilliant. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good that he was just like, nye, nye, nye. <laughs> I don't want to make a sequel. <laughs> oh, I love it. He couldn't just not write a script? Well, I assume there was some legal necessity in the. Le- in the contract that they signed that they needed to have a sequel prepared right whether if it if the movie made x amount of money in the box office Mm. and so he just made the sequel so heinous and stupid that no matter how much money the film made there was no way that it was going to compromise the first film by making a terrible sequel yeah right which i mean mad respect yeah that's awesome i guess that's so cool that is so clever yeah (laughs) um i have a bunch more stuff to talk about but i don't think i want to touch any of it i think i might leave it for next week okay do you have anything else that you want to talk about well man oh is that the right one yes that is the right one okay you nailed it i'm proud of you are you sure it's the right one now i'm worried let me turn the speaker back (laughs) on so we can check i reckon it's the wrong one i think it's the right one i'm actually actually i'm almost certain it's the right one you ready yeah watch he was right. Nice one. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just realized we would have been talking through the entire first one. So it sounds yeah. really dumb. Yeah. Um, but um, that's okay. Go for it. Anyway, this is from Alex Barnhart. Alex Barnhart. Yeah? You look like an idiot doing that. Um, <laughs> we look like idiots most of the time. I'm going to say what it is, and you can guess what it's for. Oh, okay. This is it's like a little, little game. game. Yeah, actually, it's my turn to a little game. Um, so he says, "Okay, uh, drop an egg on a really hot pan. I don't know if that's cracked or not. It kind of makes sense. <laughs> it kind of makes sense if it's not cracked. That's kind of cool. Anyway, drop an egg on a really hot pan. Reverse the sound and add some sci-fi processing filter flange chorus." any of that sort of stuff, and then blend with synthesized sounds. And I have to guess what this this is for. Yes. Um, I'm going to guess. Mm. You said something about sci-fi. Yes. So I'm going to guess it's either mm. the, the sound of an alien, okay. the alien language, 
Mm. Or some part of an alien ship. Okay. You were closest with that last one. Some part of an alien ship. Yeah, kind of. Okay. So this is something that when I immediately read it, I was like, I thought of Halo. I don't know why. The game. Okay. Anyway, it's a... Port, port. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound they make. They go, work, port. <laughs> I stopped doing that. <laughs> but um, it's a defensive energy shield. Oh, uh, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's the sound I imagine it makes. So you got to... So, you, yeah, drop an egg like, on a really hot pan and reverse Duck. it. Daffy Duck. Yeah, did a little bit. Like a dying Daffy Duck. Like a dying <laughs> grandpa Daffy Duck. We had a teacher Daffy in school Duck. who used to play Daffy Duck. Yeah, he actually played... Actually, should we finish this and then get into that story? Oh, well, that's it. That, that's my oh, folly fact. Okay. But yeah. Yeah, we had a teacher in school who played Daffy Duck yeah, at he, Disney. In Japan. In Japan, so which he, is the hardest one to get. Yeah. So, he learned... Well, he, he studied Japanese because he was a Japanese teacher. Yeah. And then, yeah, he lived in Japan and played Daffy Duck. And I remember every Japan. time we were good in class, we would, <laughs> we would <laughs> beg him to do the Daffy Duck voice. And he was always, he would always say no unless he'd been super, super good. Yeah. And then it was just wild because you're like looking at this 30-something-year-old man. And he's... But it's Daffy, Daffy Duck's Duck. voice coming out of his mouth. <laughs> and your brain just cannot comprehend it at all. Like, it yeah. just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Anyway. It's amazing. Um, let's, anyway. let's finish up there. <laughs> um, if you like what we do and you enjoy us, um, check us out on social media, um, at The Fro Show on absolutely everything. Um, Except TikTok. We still haven't done that. We still haven't done that. Man. We've got to get on that. I've got to get on that TikTok grind before it gets taken down by the Australian government. <laughs> um, yeah, but we're on at the first show at everything. Um, clips from the show and stuff are there, and occasionally we'll post some other interesting stuff. Maybe if we feel like it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, check out the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/TheFroShow. Yes, um, heaps of extra content there for you um, if you enjoy the show. Um, and any money that you give us goes straight back into the show. Yeah, um, we actually don't take anything from it, especially now because there's no one on there. No. <laughs> anyway. Um, we will see you all next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you. Um, next week will be <laughs> higher Ooh. energy. Um, yeah. See you next week. Bye. 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 Banger. Mm. Can you fade down our mics? You ready? If you want. <laughs>